All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Love, Lust, and Badass Soul. It's your host, CEO Hayes, in the building with my sultry, my whining-ass co-host, Miss Badass <laughs> Jones. What's going on, AJ? Uh, it's been a very interesting week. I think my whining video has put people into, like, I don't know, into their feelings in the strangest. You got imitators out here. Um don't do it. Don't do it. Roll that back and file that. Don't even. I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to leave it there. I'm not going to say anything else. I'm going to leave it there. But get questions about it. And someone's going to be like, what? Who's trying to invitate you? Not, not, if you come to ask me the question, I'm not going to answer. And CJ is banned from answering the question. Really? Silence? I will not answer that question. I do agree. I will not answer. Just, just it, you, to save everyone's eyes, if nothing else. That's why I will not answer that question. Um, yeah, I. The thing is, I never really took stock. Okay, so we're gonna talk about it for one quick second. I never took stock of it until you said it to me, and then like I feel like now I'm paying attention to. You. So like if I post a particular thing, then you know, like there's a. It just it's weird to me. It's weird. I don't like that. It's just weird. It's Imitation weird. Imitation is the best form of flattery, isn't that how that saying goes? I need that kind of flattery. Like you and I talk about fandom all the time and and all that kind of stuff, and and it's weird to me because I I have people who message me and they'll say like, oh my god, I'm your biggest fan, and I'm thinking why? Like if you knew how regular I was, you know what I mean? Like I eat with my fingers. I sit in my drawers and rub my, the lower part of my belly while I'm watching movies. Like I am so regular you know what i mean if i have something in my teeth and i don't have dental floss i use my pinkies to like dig the thing out of my i'm so i'm right it's weird you know what i mean like right exactly you know what i mean so it's it's weird like and i know you feel the same kind of way like that whole fan business is just i don't know but you know like i've had people send tribute things i've had people tell me that you know when they're with their with their somebody that they're thinking about me and these are people i've never talked to just that kind of Man, like I said, it's been a very week. Every day I delete those those random DMs, and then by the end of the day, there's like fifteen or twenty more. The amount of dick pics I've gotten, like all white men and their body and their pink body, like pink body is not cute. Ew, it looks like undercooked. <laughs> Ew. Oh, good God. <sighs> this is your fault. No, I refuse to accept that responsibility. You need to you need to hug a little bit of that responsibility. This is this is definitely part and parcel to you. I don't receive that at all. <laughs> you don't receive it? You really? I don't receive that at all. Did you have any dick grabbing this week? Are you were you no, no penis grabs, thank God. No, 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 my my dick has not been grabbed at all. So thank God for that. <laughs> <laughs> so white Love, love, lust, lust, and battle.
but <laughs> so I, uh, I, I, I said to you when we were planning this, y'all, that I had a topic I was going to kind of just hit you with. I know you prepare for all type of fuckers. Honestly, not. This is just something that while I know you don't live in this country, I know that the majority of our listeners are American and your voice needs to be heard on this, I believe, because you have a, a voice that many people respect um that listen to this podcast and so not to kind of get too serious um we'll, we'll pick normal energy back up but what has been your opinion as someone who a lives in canada but also just a woman to see the abortion laws that are coming down in in the united states if you don't have a uterus if you don't have fallopian tubes if you don't have a vaginal canal if you don't have a vagina, your opinion counts for fuck all, period. I, you know, and, and it's crazy, right? Because my daughter sent me um, this, I, I don't know if it was an article or a tweet, but she sent me something where basically this 11-year-old girl was raped. And by the time she had told her, her parents or her mom or whoever what had happened, according to the, the, the statute of limitations on getting an abortion, she was past the due date. Mm -hmm. And so now forcing this child to carry to term a baby as a result of a rape. So you're punishing a child and forcing her to have a child that she doesn't want. And so for nine months, she has to live this trauma day in and day out. And, and, and I don't, I don't understand that. Like, I just don't understand. Like, you know, you have poverty in America, but yet you're going to say to people, okay, well, you know, the fetus has rights and the mother doesn't have any rights. So past a certain due date, you're no longer allowed to terminate the life of a fetus. But the craziest thing is, EJ, at three months, if you were to pull the fetus out of the body, like if the, the fetus was born prematurely, it would die. It would die. It would die. Because nothing is significantly developed. So you want to tell me because there's a heartbeat, you're going to take away someone's right to choose what the fuck it is that they do with their body? Are you dumb? Like, I want to know what fucking planet we live on. I, you know, there was a point in my life where I wanted to move to the U.S. and I, and I do still kind of, but you see that kind of fuckery? That every day makes me want to kiss the ground that my mother of the country my mother moved us to to say thank you because I'm in Canada where that fuckery doesn't happen. And then on top of that, if they go to another state and she has an abortion, she could be charged with murder. But if that baby dropped out of her uterus at four months, it would die. It wouldn't survive. I just, if you don't have a vagina, you get no rights to make a fucking decision about a vagina. Period, point blank, end of discussion. If you're a man, unless you're a transgender man and you fully transgendered into a woman, you get no fucking say about what a woman does with her body. How do you feel like you have the right to do that? You know, there's a TV series right now that's, uh, I don't know if it's out or if it's coming out, um, where basically the world population has, has been has slowly been decimating. And they have a group of women who are the last fertile women on the planet. And these women are charged with having babies. And you have basically the government decides who can breed these women, when they can breed, how many children they can have, and all this kind of, I feel like that's the, the direction that the United States of America is moving towards. You know what I mean? I'm hoping this is not a global, actually it's not even a global, not, that is just something that is south of the border for here and just, just you have a moron that's in office and God knows I can't, I, I wish I could come to the state to vote. Like if I could 
even get an illegal coming vote, I would vote because I'm surprised he's still alive. I don't know why they haven't killed him yet. Like, are, <laughs> am I am I gonna get in trouble for saying fuck? <laughs> no, <laughs> what are they gonna you're do? Not the I'm only surprised. One said that. What are they gonna do? Come and arrest me? Come blood clot arrest me. Me not here. I don't understand how this man is still in office with the idiocy and the nonsense that comes out of his mouth. I, I just, I, if you don't have a vagina, you have no rights and no say. You know what I mean? They're even trying to pass a law now where if you've consented to have sex with somebody and halfway through you decide you don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, I talked about that on the Waking Soul. That shit is ridiculous to me. CJ? CJ Cordero. <laughs> you hear me calling your right name? Somebody would have to die. Somebody would have to die. Because if we're fucking and somewhere through, I'm like, you know what? Nah, I don't want to do this. this is a bad idea. And I say, you know what? Hold up. You got to stop. And you just say, well, I have rights because you already said yes. And we're already halfway through. That's okay. Finish. I guarantee you won't walk away with your feet. <laughs> you, I will be the last bitch that you fuck. You would never, never touch our next woman again. Trust me. If I... So anybody who's listening to this, if you decide you want to have sex with me and I stop feeling it and I say, like, no, and you feel like you want to keep pushing that agenda, is that right? One, finish. Finish. Make sure it is the best nut that you ever fucking have because it will be the last blood clot nut to ever get. Trust upon that. You'll be leaving without your penis. I will collect it as a trophy. And I will go sit in jail because I look good in orange. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Well... Hold on, I need a beverage. See, that's that's exactly why I wanted to wait because I didn't want you to kind of prepare your answer. I really wanted the raw reaction to that. And the thing is, is that I, I kind of touched on the awakening soul, and I made sure that I said I am a man who's speaking on this. So I really, I'm only giving my opinion on what's been passed. Like, there's, I feel like there's nothing that I should have a right to say what a woman does with her body as a man, like. Now, if my once my child is born, goddamn you, damn right, I have a right to say. And I even, I even can understand it from the perspective of if somebody says, "Well, you know what? Someone got pregnant. It's my, it's half my baby too. I should be a part of the decision to have an abortion." I could kind of understand that, that perspective. But still, you don't take a woman's right to decide what she wants, what she does with her body, and mm-hmm. like these laws that are basically a bit like because you know that there are some states that are passing law to where. You can't get an abortion after six weeks. The fucking baby isn't detectable till six weeks. So you've effectively out just outlaw the fucking abortion. Like, like stop playing the fucking dumbass. Um, like, I I just don't like that. Um, that rubs me the wrong way about it. And it's like just outlaw it if you're gonna outlaw it. Either way, it's wrong. But at the same time, like, like you're gonna make it six weeks they can't get an abortion after six weeks you tell me what person knows that they're pregnant so you basically are saying if you don't get an abortion before you know you're pregnant you can't get one but i'm going to tell you what's going to happen right a lot of women are going to a lot of women are going to start how do i say this so it sounds like proper english more women are going to start be dying more women are going to be turning up in the hospital hemorrhaging. More women are going to be turning up in the hospital with infections. More women are going to be turning up in the hospital with some sort of internal damage because you know what's going to end up happening? People are going to create secret outlets for people to get abortions Mm -hmm. illegally. Mm -hmm. People are going to try to take matters into their own hands. And listen to me, one time in the 50s and 60s before abortions became even legal or a doctor would even touch you, women were using coat hangers to push up inside of themselves, to hook the amniot, let the bag, and yank it out, and, and damaging themselves in the process. You know what I mean? I know, like, back home in Jamaica, 
there are concoctions and mixtures that people will go into bush to, to, to ingest, to, to put themselves into a spontaneous abortion. You know what I mean? You're going to end up having a, a group of women who are going to harm themselves and other people who out of, out of some out of goodness for wanting to help are going to be damaging women because of this bullshit. That, that's what's going to end up happening. Like, this is what happened in the 50s and 60s when abortions were illegal, illegal. You know what I mean? It, it just, I don't know if this is like a ploy to get women to go on the pill. Like, I don't know if this is a ploy to, you know, like for medical reasons or for like pharmacological well, if they, reasons. If they want people to be more on, on birth control methods, like um, the marina and the shots, give everybody fucking health care so they can afford the shit. But you know what, too? It shouldn't just be the responsibility of the woman. So this is my thing, right? Suppose you take the proper precautions, okay? Suppose you're not on the pill for whatever reason, because, you know, some women's bodies can't tolerate the extra estrogen, right? You take, you use a condom, and the condom breaks, and you get pregnant, and you don't realize until three months down the line. Then what? This isn't a baby that either one of you wanted, but now you're being forced to have because of a mishap? Are you fucking kidding me? And and I get the thing that you're saying about, like, you know, there are some dads who, you know, they find out the girl's pregnant, they want the baby, she doesn't want the baby, and then there's this whole ugly, you know, da, da. my whole thing is, like, <sighs> how do I say this delicately? You don't have to carry the child for nine months. You don't have to deal with morning sickness or night sickness. You don't have to deal with discomfort. You don't even have to come to a fucking doctor's appointment. You don't even have to be there for the birth. You don't have to be there for any of it. But the woman who's carrying that child, that that embryo, that zygote, that fetus, has no choices but to deal with all that shit. You know, men can very easily say, oh, my God, yes, I want my baby. I can't wait to be there for my baby. But reality is if you don't live with that woman and you guys are not, like, in any sort of solid, committed relationship, 90% of the time, she's doing that shit by herself. So that means when she's hungry in the middle of the night, she can't call you to say, oh, you know, can you pick up something and bring it for me? Because chances are you're sleeping or laid up with whoever you're laid up with, you know? If you're not there full time with her, you don't really get a choice on what she decides to do. If she carries a child to term and has a child, absolutely, you have every right to say something. But in that nine to nine and a half month process, in that 40 weeks of her body doing what it does to bring that child to term, she allows you to have a choice to say something. You don't automatically get a right. Because like I said, you know, at three weeks or six weeks or three months, if that child drops out of her body in the toilet, on the bed, in the shower, wherever, that fetus is dying because nothing is developed enough for it to survive on its own. Period. If you don't have a vagina, you get, you need to sit your ass down quietly somewhere and humble yourself, plain and simple. You know, you know what's gonna take it's gonna take for, for this law to reverse? One of them senators or governors, their mistresses, even um the Fasuo, Donald Trump, it, it's gonna take for one of their mistresses to get pregnant with a child that they don't want mm -hmm. and some kind of fucking scandal for come oh, on. Absolutely. For this. That's the only thing that's gonna well, fix. And, it. and I I've always said I've said I can't remember whose podcast it was on, but I said there's two things that will get like politicians to start getting their shit together. The one if if a if gay men could get pregnant, that would be one. Two is if, like you said, they got the these side chicks pregnant and the and the once this abortion law starts kicking in nationwide, they can't get it. I guarantee you some of these rich 
white and even not the politicians but some of these upper class richer white men will start pulling their strings to get some of this reversed because they're the ones who are going to be like hey can you imagine the scandal if somebody like yeah somebody couldn't get an abortion and then that woman uses the fact that they can't get abortion say well i can't get my abortion my baby's donald trump's hold on even worse <laughs> let it be a black woman or let's Ooh, let it be a yeah. woman let let it be one of the cultures that you're trying to vilify in the United States of America. Let the mistress be one of them and see what happens. See how fast that fucking bill gets turned around. Watch out. See how fast. Mm -mm. Well, all right, let's get to our regularly scheduled programming because I, 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 I had to get your opinion on that. A, because we hadn't talked about it. And like I said, I know your voice is very well respected in the community. So I wanted to get your opinion on that out. But let's get into the fuckery. So we've we've done our grown up shit. It's time to get into the fuckery. Um, <laughs> this first one, listener questions. Um, all right, I'm in a friends with benefits situation, but lately, after every time we fuck, I keep having to have this conversation with him that I'm not his girlfriend. And every time we have this conversation, he gets upset, and then we stop talking for a couple of days. The dick is exceptional, but I can't take the stressful conversations that happen after we fuck. I'm realizing at this point we can't go back to just being friends, so I'm not sure how to navigate moving forward. What would you suggest, and why is it so hard for him to stick to the agreement? Woo! Is this scoop? Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm just. Um, but go. Uh, um, yeah, baby girl, you're gonna have to cut that off because if your pum pum is putting him in his feelings you need to cut it off. Unfortunately, you know, we, we, you know, like our episode that we did many, many, many moons ago about women not carrying their feelings in their vagina. There are some men who carry their feelings in their ball sack and it spurts out through their penis. And, you know, if you're giving them like some good head and if you're giving them some good pum pum and, and you're chill and down to earth and all those kind of things, sometimes it sways their feelings, you know, especially when they see that you have so much potential to be like, a great girlfriend. Um, unfortunately, there's nothing that you can do to convince him out of his feelings. The only thing that you can do is govern and control yourself and make decisions about your next steps and what it is that you're going to do. If you feel like a friendship is not possible because you can't go backwards and you definitely don't want to be his girlfriend, maybe that there's an out conversation that you need to have with him about, you know, one, we need, we're going to, not we need to, we're going to stop sleeping together because it's causing uh, an emotional mental conflict between us. And I, I don't want to do the back and forth with you. And I don't want to have keep continually have this discussion with you about not being your girlfriend and why I don't want to be your girlfriend. Um, there, there are few, very few, for me, I feel like there are very few choices in this situation. You know, um, if he already has romantic feelings, like you can't, you can't, he can't wield that back. It is what it is. And he's going to continue to feel that. And every time you have sex with him, he's going to feel that more and more. Yeah. Has anybody mad you? Has anybody what? Has anyone's pum pum ever mud up your Never. head? Never. Because my thing is like, I, and I've said, and I don't even say that to sound cocky or anything because I separate sex from emotion. I separate sex from relationships. Like it depends on what the situation is. If I know we're just fucking, then we're just fucking. There's nothing you can do to make me catch feelings for you. It's just sex. Um. Now. Um, when she asks what she should do, you got to get out of it. The thing is, this isn't going to change. His feelings are already involved. It's very rare. I mean, it's possible, but it's very rare that someone can get their feelings involved in something like this and then can reel it back in to be able to just have sex. 
kind of once that door is open and it's been blown off, that's it. Like that's it. You got you got you got magical pom pom. You did it. Take it as a pat on the back. But sometimes you got to drop people off. And this, this it's time to drop this one off because he's he's not ready. And everyone isn't mature enough. And that's the thing. Know what you're getting into. If you know you're not mature enough to handle just a sexual relationship, then stop just getting into fucking sexual relationships. And there's nothing wrong with it. Like, I think people like and we we talk about it. We talk all the time about how to separate sex from emotion or whatever. Not everyone is going to be able to do that. It's up to you to realize that you can't do that and then stop giving your damn dick or pussy out to someone. If you know you're not going to be able to uh, separate emotions from it. Yeah. And stop trying to convince yourself that you can convince someone to fall in love with you or to, you know, get into a relationship with you if you give them really good dick or if you eat their pussy really well. Like, and, and the thing is, like, you know, I will I will say that I know that that happens a lot with women. They feel like, you know, if I fuck him really good, then he'll leave whoever he's with or if I suck his dick really good, then he'll see that I'm the woman that he's supposed to be with. Like, we need to cut that bullshit out and stop trying to convince people to be in relationships with us based on good sex. Because if good sex is the foundation of your relationship, you're doomed to fucking failure, period. You know, if you don't have good and healthy conversations, even the kind of conversations where you agree to disagree, you're doomed to failure. If you don't like the person, but you like their sex, you're doomed to failure. You know, People think that loving somebody is the be-all and end-all in a relationship. And, and it's cool to love people, but you have to like the person. You know what I mean? Liking the person is the thing that makes you want to spend time with the person. Liking the person is the thing that, you know, makes you so, okay, well, yeah, he chews with his mouth open, but his nose look really cute when he wriggles it while he's chewing with his mouth open. It's, it's liking a person is, is the, the emotion that helps you get over the annoyances and the hurdles and makes you want to stay. Love is the deeper emotion, you know what I mean? Because it, it's what you built your relationship on with a person. Mm-hmm. Like, love sees but I don't always like him because he likes to like take digs at me and tries to come with <laughs> some let me have to beat him sometimes but you know Ooh, what I mean that sexy I'll kill you <laughs> I'll kill you <laughs> I love you and I like you you know what I mean I love you because you know you're you're part of my heart but I like you I like the camaraderie I like your character I like your smile I like you know sometimes you have one two good jokes <laughs> you know what I mean like there's so much that I like about you that there's no way for me to stop loving you, but you can love a person and not like them and never want to talk to them again. You know, aside from all of that, sex is not a foundation for any type of relationship. If you're, if you're trying to get her to like you by flinging good dick up inside of her, the only thing she's going to like is that good dick inside of her. She may think you're a tool. She may think that you're an absolute fuck boy with a golden penis. And the only part of you that she likes is your penis, you know, stop trying to develop these relationships built on sex. They're, they're never going to work ever. AJ, if you fell in love with somebody, right? I don't do that. If you did, if you did, okay. we know you're a savage. But let's say you you fell you fell madly in love with somebody. Okay. And their head was terrible, and you you spent time to try to get them to improve. It just didn't happen. It's broken. It's it it it's not coming. It's <laughs> it's not gonna get better. Could you see yourself staying with them? Would love get you through bad head? If, if I genuinely love the person, like for me, it's it's, it's loving the person and liking the person. If, if I've fallen in love with you, it's because I deeply like you as well. Mm-hmm. And so there, there are things that I can say, okay, you know what? If your head isn't so fantastic, but everything else is good, I can 
and live with that. See, for me, then I would look at things like talking to Nick about that, that toy that licks your clit. And then I would say like, babe, you don't know how to do it properly, but here, we're going to use this toy because there's a certain place that I need to get to sexually in order for us to have like a great romp in the hay, you know? It's one of those things, like, if you're in a relationship like that, you know, if you know that one of your skills is lacking, it's like, it's like, okay, if, if I'm with a man that's got, like, a five-inch penis, that's definitely not my preference. You know? What's your, what's your preference is, like, a good seven and a half, eight, right? Right. Seven and, seven and a half, eight with some girth is good. But if he comes with five and he's willing to learn one and two tricks and willing to use one and two toys, we're not going to have a problem. You know what I mean? Because my pom-pom is tight for one, and I can quit like a motherfucker. So that's not a problem for me to get to the place of Maybe. orgasm. Would you like a little more? Of course. Everybody Maybe that likes should be me. your next demonstration is Quentin. Quint. <laughs> we, we got, can we just be done now? Honestly. Because I... You I'll get one, I'll get one of those one of those cameras that they use when they give colonoscopies, and I'll stick it in you, and then we can see we can see. I wouldn't even do that. I would, do that. I would take the, the smallest sized. Okay, let's let's say uh, a string bean because they're they're slim and long. Mm -hmm. If I was a pretty girl and I was doing a quinting demonstration to show you how tight the pom pom is, I would use the string bean and insert it and move it back and forth with the quinting powers so you could see one the suction and how the glue holds it in place two how the move it back and forth the powers of the quint the powers of the quint hello you don't want me to do that demonstration the whole fucking place would mash up one blood clot time I'm dead. the show would have to close i'm done they'd have to burn the building and close the show because everybody would have to go home they couldn't open that space again they, they could never have a good event. What would be the event that you would have after Jones Quintar Pum Pum on a string bean to show you the glue and the glimity and the glamity and the tightness and the powers of the queen? What show could you possibly have that would top that after that? We'd have to close all of love us to that asshole. There wouldn't be anything good after that. <laughs> so, so basically what you're saying is whenever, 20 years down the road, when we decide to hang this up and stop doing it, that's going to be our last show. Will be that is when I will do the demonstration, the powers of the quint. When we are done, when we've had enough, when we say, you know what, we've gone as far as we can go, we've hit that pinnacle, and you say, Jones, we need like the out of out. CJ, we are gonna do some fuckery that's gonna make people they're gonna have to sit for like a whole year and ponder what they were part of. And I'll do I'll do my come shooting the demonstration. Yeah, right? All over the See, we'd have to pro provide, like, plastic sheeting for people in the front audience, like, in the front row. Like, it'll be epic. epic. Well, there you go. So, we, we, whenever, we don't know. It could be 10 years from now. It could be 20 years from now. <laughs> We've just booked our last ever show. Um, I feel like that would have to go down in, like, Las Vegas or something. I feel like that's where that one would have to go down. It would have to be, like, an epic setting. Yeah. An epic setting. Well, damn. Uh, well, let's it, let's move on, Jones. Uh, I can't believe I don't, I don't even know how the hell we got here. But uh, our next listener question. Um, it's your fault. It's it probably your fault. was. It usually is. Yeah, it usually is. Um, I know a man who cheats regularly on his wife, and when he's been asked why he doesn't leave her, so he can just do what he wants to do, his response is: There are benefits to being married. She doesn't have the looks where anybody would try to take her from me. And she's grateful to be married. So she stays no, no matter what. Oh, shit. This is bad. AJ, um, 
so this man is married to someone who's basically saying his wife is ugly and he's with her because he knows nobody else would try to take her. Did you see how pretty my nails are today? <laughs> they, they look, they, those are some nice dick grabbers there, AJ. Um, <laughs> AJ, we, uh, we can't, we can't avoid it. Like, okay. I'll take this one first. All right. First of all, the fact that the fact that he cheats on his wife is already bad enough. But the, the, what's more concerning with me, and this this says a lot because we, we I'm completely bypassing the cheating thing. What's more concerning to me is that your merit you have locked in someone specifically because you don't feel feel like you have to fear anyone else taking them away and whatever benefits you must be on her 401k or her insurance whatever else is going on. This is the type of letter. This is the type of shit. It makes women afraid to get into relationships. This is the type of shit that feeds into women feeling insecure. You are you are basically saying that you enable your wife's insecurity because you, and I, I just by the way he this this letter's written, I guarantee you he says that during arguments too. Like, don't nobody else want you. That shit is bad. Um, when I was in my twenties, when I was a much younger woman, uh, I was friends with a woman who intentionally dated not even medium ugly, like just unattractive men. And her reasoning was similar to his because she wanted to be, she wanted when she went out that nobody would focus on anything but her. She wanted to be with someone that, well, you know, he's ugly. So who else is going to date him? He's always going to stay. He would always be grateful to have me. And the thing is she wasn't even like that much of a looker. Like she was okay looking, her self-esteem was off the fucking Richter scale, you know, um, because she was like a size zero. And, and back then it was like, you know, if you're a size zero, you're skinny, it's everything, you know, little tiny petite, but she purposely dated men who were unattractive because she knew that, you know, they couldn't do any better than her. Some bullshit and some fuckery. Um, this man is just disgusting on a whole other level. And I really hope if she knows that he's cheating on her, that she finds it within herself to know that she is worth more than that and leave his dumb ass. How fucking dare you? How dare you say that, well, nobody else is going to want her and so she's not going to go anywhere. So you can basically do whatever the fuck it is that you want to do, like for real. And, and the sad thing is, CJ, you and I have had these conversations where you have people that want to be married to someone just so that they can say that they're Mrs. Somebody. And I feel it's the case with her. Like it might have been driven home enough to her that, you know, you're not a looker. Nobody's ever going to watch you. But the reality is there are some people out there that will date people who are less attractive than themselves, not because they're okay with it and, and, and they're proud to be with that person, but just so that no, like there's no competition. Like no one's ever going to be vying for that person's attention or no one's ever going to be competing to like take away their girl or, you know, if they're in a room full of people, they'll always be the center of attention because they're the better looking one in, in, in the, um, the group but that's that's some bullshit that's some straight fucking bullshit that deep. and respectful yeah it's it, there's something psychologically wrong with him uh, obviously he suffers from some major insecurities to where that that's like a factor in his marriage um but it's that's just disgusting to be quite honest it's it's like I said, and it, it says a lot that both of us have kind of skipped the whole cheating thing, like, and focused on that. Um, as far as like, 
I don't even know. Like, and it, it's a third party writing in this letter. And the fact that I don't know if this guy's your friend, your brother, whatever your relationship is with him. And I don't understand how you yeah. have people like that around you because I just couldn't do it. Yeah, I'd have to be like, you need to fucking fix up. I would, honestly, like, I'd have to ask her, like, are you okay? Like, what's wrong? Why do you feel like you have to stay with him? <laughs> like, because what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. I, I would rather choose solo misery than to be in a relationship with someone and feel like I'm by myself and be miserable. Because that shit just doesn't make any sense to me. Any sense at all. <laughs> Jesus. Um wow. That's just okay. Let's move on. Uh, uh I'll read this next one. Um, because it's short because the next one's long. So you you got all this shit. Um yeah. by the way, I just sent something to your DM. I need you to check whenever you got whenever you get a chance and kind of keep it quiet until until we get to that point. Within this segment? Yes. Yes. Yeah, you gonna look at it. I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to wait. I need you to check this out. Make sure you click it. What the fuck? <laughs> no. <sighs> no. No, no, no. What is that? What is that? <laughs> well, you see how she's shaming and embarrassed how she has a thing covering her eyes so you can't see her face? Ew, bitch, run. Looks- <laughs> no, no. Oh, I hate you. I you I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is nasty. Um damn, Ew. AJ. Ew. <laughs> is that the of the dick or something? I don't know what that is. That's, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. That shit looks like Seriously, you know how like when you uh when you popping open like a can of biscuits and when you like first like you press your finger in and the, the can doesn't quite separate but you can start that's what that looks like that's disgusting. So I'm just gonna say as a disclaimer, I like sucking dick, as we all know by the demonstration at the live show, right? I have no issue sucking dick, but that that couldn't come near me for nothing. Oh my god. <laughs> No, like big and huge. What is that? Is that that's someone's penis? That is, no. a, that is a dick, AJ. Ew, ew. Oh my gosh, ew. Oh, uh, any of you who follow our Love Less and Badass on Twitter, we're gonna post it. Ew, ew. Yeah, that's deep. Ew. Um, wow. Ew. I feel like I need a shower. I feel violated. Ew. <laughs> Woo. All right, let's move on, AJ. Um, what is what, what's the next question would you rather be with someone long term who who you're their first and only lover or someone who's had some level of sexual experience i'd rather have some level of sexual experience i don't want to be anyone's like- first anymore i'm 32 years old like first of all i'm just going to be honest and transparent if someone if i was someone's first i honestly would worry about how depraved i would make them just because of how much of a sexual deviant i am and i don't want to be the cause i li- i like i like i like my meat a little seasoned already i don't want to have to do all i don't want to have to thaw you out and season you like come with a little bit of, a little bit of seasoning i can add my own special mix i ain't got time right. i don't have time to be raising the chicken and then killing it and then seasoning it like i ain't got time for that um yeah i don't want to be nobody's first 
I, I, your was you don't have to raise the chicken, then kill the chicken, then season the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> you already killed the and seasoned, so you just cook it. I can't, I can't come. <laughs> no, I thought it was done earlier, but now I'm done. After that, 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 that elephant tightest penis, and now that comment, I, I'm just, I'm done. I'm done. I don't have nothing else. I'm done. <laughs> What is wrong with you? And then not laugh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If only you I, knew how much shit I did legitimately to get a reaction out of you. I, I love it. I love it. I I can't stand you. Okay. That took, so I can't even... I, I, I'm having flash flashes in my head of what you just sent me. So I'm just going to, like, not pull... <laughs> if I... Night CJ and I, CJ and I dream that I'm driving to fucking Columbus to beat that. Okay. Uh, AJ, so my question is: Here's my question. Here's my question. So if you were the sexiest man, whoever, what Idris Elba is that? Is that like the guy you think is like one of the sexiest men on the planet? Okay. So Idris Elba, let's say you finally meet up with him, X Y Z. He's eating your pussy, tearing your shit up to the point where you are ready to go face first into his dick. You take down his pants. That dick is staring at you. What's the stand? What's the what do you do? Pull his pants the fuck back. <laughs> who, who, CJ? Who? Oh. Who's good, good, pretty mouth is going on that? Are you crazy? You see how close I am to the camera? Are you crazy? <laughs> me. Which blood clot? Me. Me. Absolutely not. Idris, you're a motherfucker, but if your dick looks like that, Sam, we're going to the hospital because that's... It looks like it needs to be drained. Like there's ew. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> ew. 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 That, that's the nastiest thing. I I've seen some nasty shit. That's the ugliest penis I've ever seen. Ever. And and worse, it okay, so uncircumcised penis is not the cutest. You know, like when it's soft, it looks like a mole rat. And I get that, right? Or or uh, uh, an anteater. When it's hard and it's got a good length, you don't really notice the foreskin because it pulls back and all them things. His foreskin was not pulled back and there was some kind of growth underneath it. Ew, and then the rest of it. <laughs> like, honestly, if my dick looked like that, the last thing that I would feel like doing is having sex. Like, that man has some fucking nerve to have that girl sucking his dick. And recording and, it. And he recorded that- it. She don't love herself. She don't love herself. She don't love herself. Me. CJ, I'd rather become a fucking nun and cut out my vagina and sew the holes shut than me. No, absolutely not. That's the day that I'd be celibate for the rest of my life. Idris, God love you, but if your penis looks like that, fam, no, we're not doing (laughs) that. Absolutely not. Oh, man. All right. It's time to move on. This next one is a long one, AJ. This is all on you. (sighs) Okay. So, do you feel there's a difference between emulating someone... Ha, ah, we were just talking about this. Uh, emulating someone and flat-out copying them. My girlfriend seems to have adopted my all of my styles and is starting to weird me out a little bit. Someone told me that emulation is the highest form of flattery, but I don't feel that way. It's actually starting to feel uncomfortable. For example, we were going to a cookout and I picked her up. I was wearing a denim skirt and crop top. Prior to picking her up, she said that she was going to wear a flowy top and some leggings. But when she saw me, she said, hold on a second. I'm going to go change. Went into the house and came back wearing something similar to me. I was annoyed but didn't say anything. And then at the cookout, people kept saying how we look like twins, how our matching outfits were so cute, and so on. 
I'm a grown fucking woman and don't want to be labeled as cute because someone's outfit is matching mine. I know that she's had self-esteem issues for a long time, so I don't want to be harsh, but I almost feel like if we're going to, if we're going out together, I'm just going to tell her to meet me there and not discuss what I'm wearing anymore. So we no longer have this issue. Am I being petty or is this something that needs to be addressed? <laughs> no, it definitely is something that needs to be addressed. And, you know, me and AJ kind of talked about a joking situation where somebody tries to emulate her videos. But have you ever seen single white female? Oh, my God. That shit is real. Like, and I'm not saying to the point to we're trying to kill people, but people will befriend someone and then really try to adapt everything that makes that person unique and incorporate it into who they are. And then now you're walking around with clones like and it's so funny because like there were there were friends that I was cool with uh, like towards the end of high school and even the first part of my adult life. And people called them twins like because they would legitimately like dress all the same and then. Eventually, they fell out because of shit like this. The one realized you were really just emulating everything I do to down to the point to she applied at the same college, like took almost all the same classes like it, it shit like this. And I don't want to just automatically paint someone as being that over the top with it. But if someone is copying you to that degree, there's something that they're uncomfortable about with themselves. And as your friend, I'm not saying go off on them. You should address it as a friend because you know what? They may just ne- really need a shoulder to, to lean on. But this is definitely concerning. And don't ignore it and think that it's just something to wash under the bridge because it could get worse. Yeah, you're right. Like, that's not something to be ignored. And you're definitely not being petty. Um, I, my thing is, I say to people all the time, like, trust your gut. You know, people talk about like that that instinct or that feeling that you get in your stomach when something is not right. And enough people don't trust it. And I'm not sure why. Like people think to themselves, oh, I'm being paranoid. That warning bell inside of you doesn't go off for no reason. You know what I mean? If it's going off, chances are it's your spidey sense tingling and telling you that something is not fucking adding up, you know? Um, as she mentioned, you know, her friend has had self-esteem issues in the past, but that doesn't mean that it should be okay for her to try to adopt your style in order to get attention paid to her because she knows that you get attention paid to you. It's a little weird and it's a little creepy and it's definitely a little single white female-ish. Um, and, and you do have people who are, are content to sit down and watch your life and resent the things that you have and be envious of the things that you have, even down to the person that you're with. And, you know, I like, I'm, I'm always mindful and pay attention to things. Like if I'm dating someone, And, you know, his best friend or his close boy says, oh, you know, do you have a friend that looks like you or do you have a friend whose body's like your body or do you have a friend who's just like you? That kind of shit is creepy to me, because why would you want to be with someone who's just like me? Because your boy is with someone who is me. You Mm -hmm. understand? Them kind of things I'm not okay with. It's different if you say, oh, do you have a cousin or do you have a friend? But when you make it that specific to say just like you. That means that secretly, y'all watch me. Y'all watch your friend, woman. And I don't, I don't fuck around with that shit. I don't like that shit in any way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? Um, you definitely need to have a conversation with her. And it doesn't have to be a harsh conversation. You just, if she's your friend, hopefully she'll receive it in the spirit that it's meant. And for her to understand that it makes you uncomfortable. And you know what? Even bigger than that, help her find her own style. You know, talk to her about the things that she likes. Talk to her about the colors that she likes. Talk to her about, you know, her style of dress and what interests her, you know, help her to maybe find her own style, help her to find, you know, to develop a better sense of, of 
self and to let her know, like, you don't have to dress like me to get noticed. Dress like you and be you and you'll still get noticed, you know? Um, that might be one way around it, you know? Do a, go shopping with her and say, you know what, this would look really great on you, you know? Don't say, oh, this isn't something that I would wear or make it about you. Make it about her and what she likes and what looks really great on her. Um, maybe it's a matter of, of, you know, paying her a compliment, you know? Like, it's, I don't know, it's, it's, a, it's a bunch of things. Um, it's definitely centered around her lack of self-esteem and and if her emulating you makes her feel better about herself maybe turn that into something where you can help her feel better about herself without it being about you that's a fact i like that good good advice as always aj um i really have nothing left to say on that one i would say that anyone who is listening to this and honestly maybe is someone who has self-esteem issues or maybe you find yourself trying to emulate a friend who you do thinks more attractive or gets more attention. Um, just, just try to be comfortable being you like, Hey, if that's your friend, talk to them. If you, if you like love their sense of style or so much, how about instead of emulating them, you say, Hey, you know what? I want to kind of revamp my style. What would you suggest? I really like the way you dress kind of like what AJ got into. That's, that's the, the correct way to go about it. Instead of, you know, imitating like we're, we're adults come on people let's do better um all right AJ, we got one last topic this week and this one is a do fucking z actually before we get into that last topic let's get into toy talk from erotic boudoir and we'll oh, be yes. right back after this welcome to toy talk with erotic boudoir i'm nick your personal sex toy sensei here to help you prioritize your pleasure this week's toy is fetish fantasy door swing by pipe dream Turn any door into a love swing in just a few minutes. Enjoy positions you never thought were possible and explore your fetish fantasies. Using the door swing is easy. One, drape the acrylic tubes over the top of the open door. Two, close and lock the door. Three, lower leg straps so that your lover can slide their thighs through the lower loops. Four, allow your lover to slide their arms through the upper loops. Have them hold on to the handles for extra safety. Adjust the straps to a comfortable height. And five, have fun. On our website, it's $51.99. And if you use discount code LLBAS, you'll receive 10% off today. Go to our website, www.touchingbodymindandsoul.com to get yours today. Remember, prioritize your pleasure with erotic boudoir all right aj so we're back uh to kind of peel back the curtain we get these weeks in advance and i of course go and look and i'm like huh mm. <laughs> okay um like the, the coochie brand shaving cream i think i was saying that for like a week before we actually posted the episode because i'm just like coochie brand shaving cream okay yeah. hey make everything soft and silky and you know keeps your ph balance in order and all them things so which is important um, Right. Erotic Boudoir is owned by um, Nick and AJ, another AJ, not me, AJ. Mm -hmm. And they they are the toy pushers. You know what I mean? Like, they're the toy plug. They carry some shit that's just, yeah. Like, if you've never had an orgasm or you have difficulty achieving orgasm, please contact Erotic Boudoir. Talk to Nick. Talk to AJ. They will help you sort shit out and and help you get to that place like they will make some suggestions to help you get to that place if you're having you know if you want to include or incorporate some stuff in your relationship to spice things up talk to nick and aj they will have you 
bound and gagged and plugged and pegged and lubed and wet and stimulated and vibrated and electrocuted and all electroshocked and all that good massaging stuff. They'll they'll sort you out proper, proper, proper. Hey, I know we're just friends, right? And, oh. and you know, I know we get the rumors about us being more than that. Whatever, I don't give a fuck. But would you would I please just for the show, would you allow me to put to use one of the remote control elect, uh, vibrators on you while we're at the show so I can just send you pulses randomly during the show. I'll, I'll consider it. Okay. I, no, I will. I will definitely. Okay, so this is my thing, right? <clears throat> so we do this. And then, you know, I've got really good self-control. So I, I, I'm sure I can manage the pulse. But, but you don't think that that's going to raise a whole other level of questions about you and I and what you and I are or are not and, and what happens between us from what doesn't. Because people are going to say, like, what friend allows a next friend to use a remote control? Your orgasms are very important to me. <laughs> so... Uh... <laughs> Um, yeah we're we're gonna I, I i i'm not gonna say no i will definitely give serious consent <sighs> <laughs> all right let's go ahead and now we can get into the last topic go ahead on fox 5 news <clears throat> uh there's a story that's been circulating about a woman who jumped out of a window to escape a sex attack that lasted for six hours. Uh, I believe it was in her home, a 29 year old woman inside her home, um, in New York was sexually molested, raped over the course of six hours by a man who also repeatedly punched her in the face. She had facial lacerations and facial, um, fractures and so on. Um, she was finally able to escape her home and being captive by jumping out of a window. And when she escaped, her attacker drove off in a red Chevrolet. So of course, they're currently looking for this man. Um, I, <clears throat> I would assume that she's familiar with him to some degree or other, because they have a very exact description of him. You know, uh, they know his name. His name is Michael Hosand. He's 53 years old, approximately 5'10", approximately 200 pounds, brown eyes and bald, you know. When you have that level of detail, it's somebody that she's familiar with, probably someone who has watched her, stalked her, quietly lusted after her, built up a fantasy relationship in his head with her. Um, you know, we talk about these kind of things from time to time that you have people out there who, if you're polite to them and you say hi to them, they take that as a sign that you want to be in something with them, you know? If um, it's the guy at the coffee stand and you get the same coffee every day and you, you address him by name and you say thank you, he takes that as a sign that there's something more between the two of you than there is. You know, I had a situation a few months ago where in the faith of trying to help someone, this person developed a relationship with me in his head that ended up being part of a, 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 a legal, like a lawsuit. Uh, just absolute craziness, you know. Um, I feel badly for her uh, being confined and being held against your will and raped repeatedly by it is just when they find him, they just need to put him under the fucking jail. Like I, I don't, 
I don't understand the world that we live in, CJ. Like, I'm, I'm just baffled by it, you know, yeah. because then they'll turn around and say that, you know, well, he has rights, so you can't execute him, you can't beat him, you can't have vigilante justice because he has rights. What fucking right do you have when you've, you've taken away someone's right to say no? And you forced yourself on the person repeatedly and beat the person, rape the person, physically damage the person. You know what I mean? Like you didn't care about their rights. So how the fuck is it that you have any rights after that? That's a great point, AJ. I think that um, <clears throat> when I read this um, before I sent it to you, like the first thing that came to my mind, remember that letter we got uh, about the woman who thought that her coworker was stalking her? Something like that. It, it's exactly. it's the it's little things, and this is why you have to stay aware of your surroundings. Then this is why you got you got you have to watch things and never. While I, I I always shy against automatically thinking that somebody has something malicious, just stay aware, notice yes. things. Um, yeah, the world is just disgusting. I I read this. I think like right before this, I read something about uh, a little boy who had been given uh custody. His his father was given custody of him. They found a little boy dead. Uh, and uh, handcuffed to a bathroom with a shot collar, a dog shot collar around his neck. What the fuck? Exactly. So it's it it the, the world is a and while you know I'm glad we bring levity when we do this podcast and we have fun, but it's sick and disgusting shit like this that really make me lose all hope for humans. And I don't want to get like that bad looking on the human race, but in what what on type what? of person? What type of person, like, rapes? Like, I, I just, I don't get that. And then beats a woman and for six hours. And what? And the thing is, is that thank God she got away because there's no way she would have left this alive if, if she didn't get to escape. He, he was going to kill her. But you, you know what? You remember um, a few episodes ago we talked about um, the the man who was taught that if a woman says no or if a woman is crying, what she wants is sex. Yeah. That's his man. Not specifically, but, but you understand what I mean. Like, that's his mentality because I'm pretty sure the first time that he penetrated her, she cried and said no. I'm sure she screamed. I'm sure she bawled. I'm sure she fought back. Because if she jumped out of the fucking window, you know she fought back. Exactly. You know what I mean? Utilizing this woman and listening to her cry and listening to her scream and listening to her beg for mercy and listening to her say no. And somewhere in your head, you didn't hear any of that, you know, and sadly, and unfortunately, there are there are men out there and women who are taught there are women out there that are taught that they don't have the right to say no. And then there are men who are taught that if she says no, she doesn't really mean it. She's playing hard to get, you know, CJ, it's it, 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 for me, like. You know, and I and I commend you and I love you that you're comfortable enough to say like you're I'm very weary of saying my name, you know, for the handful of times I've said it. I'm very mm -hmm. weary of it just for the simple fact that, you know, when I have someone speak to me that I don't know that says my name, my actual government name, like me and them are friends. It's it triggers me because I'm like, what do you want? <laughs> Why are you saying my name in that kind of way? Like we're on a personal level and we're so not even, you know, even when I, I begin like. DM conversations with people and they're like, you know, so what's your name? I'm like, my name's AJ. They're like, okay, but what's your actual name? My actual name is AJ. Mm -hmm. Until I know you better, you can call me that or you can call me nothing. You know, um, there's a, a person that I talk to all the time. He calls me baby all the time. And the amount of times I tell this man, it's not baby, it's AJ. He's like, oh, but I like baby better. 
You see that kind of shit? That's when you get a fucking block and delete in your box side because your ears are hard and you don't want to listen to what it is that I'm saying. When you feel like your will should override mine, that's a big fuck you. <laughs> because you're not more than me. You're not more than me. You're not better than me. You're not going to force me into a position that makes me uncomfortable because you feel like you're going to sway me or change my mind because, you know, you just feel like you have the right to call me bae or boo or whatever the case may be. Nah, fam. Nothing no go so and nothing no work so. You know, I'm happy that she escaped. I hope that she recovers from her injuries. I hope they catch him and put a piece of fire rod up in backside and peg him with a fire iron or something brutal. Or you know what? When they go to jail, he should be a rape victim. Oh, he's definitely. Well, you, well, you, you, you know, like that's one of the things in jail. If you're in jail for rape, they come at you. He's, yeah, he's definitely gonna be somebody's bitch. I was gonna say, yeah, you're, you're gonna be somebody's girlfriend. Yeah, real good. And they are, you know, into the things like knocking out your front teeth so you can't bite down. So it's just all gums all day long, sir. And tear open your body hole and peg you with something that you don't even want to be pegged with. Man, in those moments, CJ, if they could hire in a pegger with a dildo like the size of the first one that, that uh, Ooh, Nick he needs, he needs he needs to be pegged with the dick in that video I sent you. Thank you. <laughs> That's what that dick is meant for. That's what that nasty looking dick is meant for. That dick is a peg situation kind of penis. Hire him to go to jail and peg the rapists. That's what I say. I'm, I, yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Wow. We do have one last one. I was just saying that we had gotten one um, last minute. This is a really quick one. Uh, this is a weird one. I don't know. You might like this one. Uh, so it's a listener question. My best friend is bisexual, and after discussing it with my boyfriend. I've decided that I want to ask her to move in with us to be a couple. Well, a polyamorous couple with us. I think that she would be a good fit to our life. I love her, though we've never been intimate. I had kissed her once, but it didn't go much further. My boyfriend thinks that she's beautiful, and I'm okay with the idea of him making love to her with me. Do you think it will change our friendship in a bad way? Why must people... Don't shit where you eat, people. Like... Say it again. Like, wh why is that such a hard concept for people to grasp? Grasp, like, stop. I don't, I don't understand it. Like, this is just a, this is a mess waiting to happen. You know what I feel like it is, honestly. I feel like polyamory is the new thing because everybody wants to be fluid. Everybody wants to be, you know, without titles. Nobody wants to be cisgender. Everybody wants to be something else other than you know, whatever they were assigned. Everybody wants to be open. Everybody wants to be pan. Everybody wants to be all these things. And I really feel like polyamory, like is the new it, like it's the new in thing and everybody wants to try it. But if you read what she wrote or hear what she said, she has no problems with him making love with, to her friend with her. Okay, so if you're in a polyamorous relationship, that means that he's in a relationship with you, he's in a relationship with her, you're in a relationship with her, and the three of you are in a relationship with, together. Which means he should be able to fuck her without you, and you shouldn't have no issue with that. Right? Yeah. It doesn't sound like that. Like, you want to include your friend. Basically, okay, so this is what it sounds like to me. She wants to fuck her friend, and she can't get the opportunity to fuck her friend. Because when she kissed her friend, it didn't go any further. So now she figures she's going to get an in by including her man in the situation so she can get to fuck her friend. I feel like she has a girl crush on her best friend and just doesn't know how to navigate that without there being a man involved. It's a setup for failure. Don't do it to yourself. And yes, you're going to ruin your friendship. Keep your friendship. Enjoy the beauty of your friendship. Don't try to fuck it up by trying to fuck your girlfriend. 
don't don't try to fuck it up by trying to fuck your best friend. Don't try to fuck because you know what? If that bitch fucks your man better than you do, you could lose your man too and your best friend. Don't play with yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't play with yourself. You'll be stuck oh. stuck without a best friend or a man. Thank you kindly. Poly CJ help me. Polyamorous relationships are two full-time relationships. Exactly. It is not about sex. And if your intention is primarily based what did I just say? Sex is not a basis for a relationship. If it's just because you want to fuck your friend, listen, dead that and do it. Do it, dead it. Dead that and, and done with it. Because you're going to end up losing your friend and you could end up losing your man. Don't do it to yourself. That's a fact. Don't do it to yourself. He's going to say yes. What fucking man is not going to say yes to having a threesome? Yeah. Really? Well, AJ, that is deep. Um, that's it. That's all we got for this week. Let's go ahead and tell the people good night because this, this shit is done. We're finished. Let's let's go home. We didn't de- we didn't dealt with so much fuckery and wild shit on just this one episode. I think uh, this this is great. It's time to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so you can find us on our social media, uh, Instagram and Twitter at Loveless and Bas. You can email us anything that you'd like for us to talk about, our table, uh, any discussion topics, anything that you feel like you want us to talk about, um, any follow-up, any feedback, uh, or anything of that nature, you can email us at lovelustmbas, uh, all one word, at yahoo.com. Um, you can find, oh my goodness, I completely forgot, you can find all of our episodes. What? That's the most important part. We are on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker. Um, anchor, and we are now proudly part of Red Circle. And uh, uh, yeah, you can find me <laughs> on my social media at badass underscore Jones underscore. Please stop calling me because I'm never going to answer the phone. I think I'm actually just going to take the phone number off my page because I just don't understand why people are trying to call me. Like, get excited. You know what I mean? Rub one out to my videos, rub one out to my pictures. I don't care. Just don't call me. Because yeah. I'm never going to answer. And one day CJ's going to answer, and he's going to answer in a way that you're not going to like. So just don't do it well, to yourself. Anything, it's fine. To call, call with something related to the podcast. Even if you want to call and just say, hey, I love loved your last episode. AJ, you're beautiful. Like, whatever. That's cool. Do that. If you, if I get one more text, hey, love, to that fucking number, I swear, <laughs> I'm going to start sending pictures of a dick. Not my... That ele- elephantitis dick. I'm going to start... Everyone who who... Who's text on some extra shit That's the immediate picture I'm sending them There you go I just figured that out I'm okay with that I don't wrong you well, I don't wrong you Are you into dudes <laughs> <laughs> Like when people say like Oh my gosh I love you I want to eat your pussy How that I don't tuck my shit To make it look like a pumpkin Don't act crazy I know we just talked about The whole quinting thing And whatever But like for real Anyhow um, So I'm at Badass underscore Jones uh, Underscore on Instagram and that Jones kid AJ one on um, Twitter mm-hmm. and uh, CJ is going to tell you where you can find him. And then we're going to give you some information about the upcoming live and our sponsors. Yes. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's at CEO H A I Z E. And as most of you guys should already know, if you haven't been paying attention, we will be live again for Cool and Deadly, Pure Unadulterated Fuckery 4.0, the, the Lingerie and Pajama Party in Atlanta, July 27th, 2019. Be there. Yes. Be there. <laughs> 
Yeah, if you missed our live in D.C., this is one that you definitely don't want to miss. Um, we definitely have some great sponsors on board. Uh, we have Nick from Erotic Boudoir, who was back with us um, to hawk her sexual wares. Um, we also have Vodkilla back on board, and they have graciously um, created two signature drinks for us. One for CJ, which is called the Red Beard Assassin, and I heard it's fire. And then uh, the one that's for me is Murder Pussy, which I didn't get to try, but I was told that it was it did really nicely. It's, it, both of them are very sexy drinks for the sexy people that they're named after. What, what? Mm-hmm. Um, this time around, we have uh, Trap and Healthy, um, which is a natural cold, pla- cold press juice brand. Uh, they are based in Atlanta. They will be in the house with samples for all of our lovely guests. We also have a very talented artist that's based in Atlanta as well, Gerard Arts. And he will be there um, selling his beautiful, sexy, sexy paintings. Um, He has also gifted us a couple of prints that we will be raffling off at the event. Um, We also have Be She Care, which is a natural skincare and lingerie line um, that is also based in Atlanta. And she will be there as well. And we will have samples of her wonderful and lovely smelling products for our guests. Um, And we also have Royal Natural, which is a natural, um, I believe that they're vegan friendly condom brand um, that comes in chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla, if I'm not mistaken. And we will have samples for everyone to try because it's going to be a sexy party. So people may feel the need to like one. Oh, there's definitely some people that are going to get fucked after the show. Not by me, us. I'm just saying there's going to be some, there's going to be some people. If if you come to the show and you don't either fall in love, lust, or snatch some souls, you didn't do it right. Right? You didn't come to the right event. But <laughs> providing the lube, the grease, and the protection, so you definitely, definitely want to come out to this. Um, it's just going to be a spectacular and fantastic night. And you know, of course, you know, Mr. Hayes and Miss Badass is going to wild up the people them with the sexiness upon the stage. So. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. So that that's it. That's This has been another episode of the Best Adult Podcast. You will find period point blank. Also, go ahead. Yeah. For we are already preparing our tour for 2020. Um, if you guys are interested or already want to get something in, in line for sponsors or have sponsorship ideas, you can go ahead and reach out to us. Uh, that announcement by the time we finish the last tour date on this tour, we should have at least the first date, if not two completely planned out where they're going to be at and maybe we, there may be some announcements so uh, we just want to go ahead and prepare everyone's palace for 2020 i know we started this late uh this year but 2020 you're getting four guaranteed live love lust and badass soul um <laughs> live shows and a possible <laughs> fifth one you never know we may add more than that you never know so i just wanted to get everyone prepared for that what do you got aj um, we also have our Patreon up uh, for anyone who wants to subscribe, subscribe to our Patreon. We have episodes there that are not part of the general podcast. Um, so when you subscribe to the Patreon, uh, you will be getting um, access to episodes that we haven't posted on our, our general um, media platforms. You will also have access to full video coverage of the live events. Um, so we didn't do the one for DC, but the one for Atlanta and then um, our last one, which will be in Philadelphia, possibly one in between, you will definitely get full access to a full video of the event. So it'll feel like you're there if you're not able to be there. Um, and then we also have, uh, what else do we include in our Patreon? I feel like I'm missing something. 
Oh, also the the live video streams of CJ and I, like not just the audio clips of the episode, but the full video episode of of us doing what we do uh, on a regular basis. So like on our social media, we always do like a little two minute snippet. When you subscribe to Patreon, you get the full entire video of us from start to finish. Yes. Well, that's it. And then also our Facebook page, a Facebook discussion group, where is the place where you guys can discuss everything relationships. It's not just about the podcast. It's more of a place to discuss relationships and sex openly without judgment. Um, so yeah, we're, we're, we're everywhere, everywhere. I'm going to be like sand in everything. <laughs> well, that is it. That's been another week. Uh, AJ, I love you. I love you more. <laughs> this has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. It's your aura, Girl, you don't even know. So that I can feel it in your mind. In your mind, but you're not even naked. I know I feel like a king, girl, but don't play me. Said the candles is lit, but we're leaving them burning. Let's go deeper in depth, like the pastor in service. Set my hand up your thigh, shivering, nervous. You get